Hey everyone, it's Jessica from Well Hello Disney. Today I am going to be doing a podcast over all the amazing announcements at the D23 Expo. There was just so much information that I could not put this all in one blog post. It's going to take multiple, so I decided that I'm going to hop on here, highlight the things that are going to be important to your family in the upcoming years. I am so excited about the announcements that were made. I am definitely the character of joy today because I am filled with it. There were so many awesome things that we're going to be celebrating next year as Walt Disney Studios hits its 100th year anniversary, which is so crazy and hard to believe. Okay, so I'm going to start with Disneyland Resort. This is not my home park, but I love Disneyland. I actually got married and then went to Disneyland in the same day before my husband was deployed to Iraq. So Disneyland holds a very special place in our heart. However, we don't have another trip planned until 2024, which would be our 15th wedding anniversary. We try to go to Disneyland once every couple of years, like every four years, just because now that we live on the East Coast, it's such a hard distance for us. But I do think Disneyland is a more manageable park. It's smaller. Park hopping is so easier. That is a park that I recommend park hopping because you walk across the street and you can access both of them. Um, It's run by locals a lot of times because it's in a suburb. So even if it looks super busy, you're having a lot of local annual pass holders that are filling up the park. So it's not too overwhelming compared to Walt Disney World, which was built in a swamp for the purpose of purely attracting tourists with its 26 resorts. So anyway, so many awesome things coming to Disneyland. So let me just run through those things. So you have the new World of Color 1 show coming. World of Color is the nighttime spectacular at California Adventure. We saw it last in 2016. It's always awesome. First couple of rows, you do get wet because it's a water light projection show. Then Wondrous Journeys, it's a new fireworks show at Disneyland. And then Magic Happens Parade is back, which is an awesome parade. You can actually watch it online. I sometimes just put it on when I'm missing little Disney Um, because it's such a great parade. So the one thing I noticed with this D23 Expo is they are bringing back a lot of the fan favorites that people were upset that they took away um, after the pandemic. I think the pandemic was a chance for them to test out new things, and they are realizing that some of the things just need to stay because they really perfected it. And Magic Happens, that parade is one of those things that I feel like you perfected that parade. Don't mess with it. So I'm excited they're bringing that back. So let me just run through the list of some other things that are changing at Disneyland Resort. This changes your trip because it's adding so much more value and so many more items that you can do. However, with the planning process, you are going to probably have to narrow your focus at Disneyland as well, where you used to be able to accomplish it in two or three days if you wanted to do the main attraction. So we'll see. These changes aren't instant. You're looking at a two-year timeline for everything to be done. So uh, Mickey's Toontown will be back early 2023. They also are bringing Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway there, so that is really exciting. Run Disney is coming back to Disneyland. Also awesome. I know the runners are excited for that. I am not a huge runner, but I am trying. Um, I actually have registered for all the virtual races for 2023, and I also am doing the in-person princess run. Um, After I had my last baby, my body kind of went kaput, and so 
um, in an effort to get back to like my healthier and um, more vibrant self, I decided that, you know, that was a way to push me and incorporate Disney. So that's exciting that Run Disney is back. Paradise Pier Hotel finally got its name. It is now Pixar Place Hotel. And I bet that hotel is going to be so fun and so cute and filled with all the Pixar movies that we love. So I'm excited to see the concept actually come to life. Then Pacific Dwarf at Disney's California Adventure is getting a remodel to San Tokyo. So we love Big Hero 6. It is actually one of the movies that still makes me cry every time I watch it. And I love that they are integrating more of the movies into the parks. I think original California Adventure was beautiful and fun. And I have tons of awesome pictures. But since the addition of Cars Land and now Avengers Campus, I love it even more because it's incorporating Disney into the parks. I know some people don't love that, but I'm one of those people who really loves it. Um, Avengers Campus is getting a third attraction. You can now meet the Hulk, and this is like the big life-size animatronic version. If you've been to Universal, not to give Universal a leg up, they already have something like this over in Transformers. You can meet like the life-size um, Optimus Prime and stuff. So I'm excited that Disney is like getting it together and doing that. Universal in those ways is a little bit better of a park because they're a little bit more advanced. It's a little harder for me to navigate with young children. They do have play areas there. So we don't go there as much, but we actually have been annual pass holders at Universal and we've never been that at Disney. But to continue, you can also meet the Mandalorian and Grey Goose starting at in, um, Galaxy's Edge starting, I think, like as soon as this month. So Disneyland, so many awesome resorts. I'm excited to come there. I truly feel on vacation there. So we will see you in a year and a half. So let's move on to the next thing, which is Disney Cruise Line. So I want to be a cruising family. I want to be a cruising family. We have booked cruises and they've gotten canceled and then the pandemic hit. And I am determined next year we will become a cruising family. I have never been on a cruise with my family. I've only been on girl strip cruises and it was amazing. And I feel like it is the best way to travel. So my goal is to go on Disney Cruise Line at least twice next year. And then when that new ship opens the treasure, you know, it would be great if Disney would invite me on that inaugural one. So I'll just put that out in the universe and hopefully some pixie dust like spreads around and well, hello, Disney is still booming by then. But I am determined to be a cruising family. My sister-in-law has been on two and she's like, she loved it. And I think my kids would love it. So next year we do plan on taking the kids on um, one cruise for sure we've already planned and then I have a second cruise that I'm trying to surprise the family with towards the end of next year so I'm excited to jump on that and then this new ship should be ready in two years so I am pumped also Light Point is a new island that Disney has bought in the Bahamas so now they have Castaway Key and now they're going to have um, Lighthouse and it looks beautiful the concept drawing so we'll see once um, it's fully built what it looks like but they are really trying to keep to the integrity of the island and really bring in the culture of the Bahamas into that island. So I'm excited for that as well. Okay, so let's talk Disney movies, Disney family movies especially. So Marvel movies for us are family movies most of the time. There are a few Marvel movies we don't let our kids watch. Part of my husband and I's relationship, I feel like, has been based around Marvel. And so we always have a date night and go watch the Marvel movie first just to make sure it's appropriate for our kids to watch. There's violence in a lot of them, and violence 
does not bother us as much as some of like the other stuff like Doctor Strange. Um, it was just a, a little weird and really was like into this weird spiritual realm thing and third eyes. And we just thought that our kids weren't maybe ready to watch that or it might scare them. Um, they understand that this is a movie for entertainment. It's not real. So the violence piece in some of these movies is not a concern because our kids really understand like this is a fictional situation and not real life. And that's not, you know, we wouldn't resort to violence in these settings. So, um, I encourage, especially with the Marvel movies, watch those first before you let your kids watch it, unless you know it is specifically for kids. Spider-Man is one of those that we don't always necessarily watch beforehand. We think that they can handle any Spider-Man that um, comes out. And then I'm trying to think if there's any others that we don't truly watch beforehand. Um, But... Most of them we do. Black Panther, I don't think we watch beforehand and we let them see it. So anyway, let's dive in to these movies. So the first one that I'm the most excited about comes out uh, September 30th, Hocus Pocus 2. So we are going to be doing all things Hocus Pocus that last week of September. And we hope that you follow along with this. We are so pumped for it. I think our kids will love it. Um, Hopefully the weather is great so we can do an outdoor movie night. Then for the Disney junkies like me, uh, Mickey, the story of a mouse is coming out and it will talk about Walt Disney World Studios and the creation of Mickey Mouse and all of that goodness. So I'm so pumped for that. November 24th, Disenchanted is coming out. So those Enchanted fans, I'm so pumped. My daughter is so excited for that too. The boys loved it too. So it'll be a great family movie. December 16th, Avatar The Way of Water is going to be a more serious movie. We definitely won't take the toddler, but we're thinking about making it maybe a one-on-one with our oldest child. He really loves Avatar and probably could sit through it. If you remember, the first movie was super long, so I'm just keeping that in mind for whenever it comes out. Then there's a new Ant-Man and Wasp coming out next February, Haunted Mansion next March. Next May, you have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and The Little Mermaid, which we are so pumped for that live-action movie. Then in June next year, you have Elemental and Indiana Jones. And... Um, November next year, you have that movie Wish coming out, which talks about the wishing star. So I'm so excited about that movie, too, even though it is, you know, over a year away. And then something that is almost two years away, but I am very pumped with, and she is the theme of my podcast today, is Inside Out 2 is coming June of 24. And then, of course, heading to my home park, Walt Disney World Resort. All right, so... First, there weren't a lot of huge announcements for Walt Disney World Resort in terms of this is the date, this is coming, this is what's happening. And here are some reasons why I believe that is the case. There were a lot of announcements of things like a Mary Poppins land and all this stuff was going to come to Walt Disney World. But I think they're just so behind on construction. You know, we're working on Epcot and there is so many walls up and it's been like that for almost two years now or a year and a half since we've started going back for the reopening and then you have Tron that is still not done Guardians just got done um at over at Hollywood Studios they're still working on the table service over in Toy Story Land there's just so much work that is being done right now I don't think that it would be a good idea for them to announce specifics on when things are going to open when we're still waiting for these things to open. So there was a lot of like 
what they called blue sky um, ideas thrown out. So how does this affect your Walt Disney World trip? It doesn't, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Most of you are probably going in the next year or so. For those who are listening to it later, um, you know, it's going to take a few years to get all of these things um, done. But there were some announcements of things that are coming back for the 100th celebration that I am very excited about. But again, this list is a little bit shorter than obviously we want and hope, but that's because there is so many things going on right now at Walt Disney World that really need to be finished. Okay, so let's jump into it. Happily Ever After is coming back. I am so excited. I don't, I like couldn't contain myself. I seriously watch Happily Ever After probably once every two weeks just because it's the best Disney vibes you can ever get. Um, I had someone in the um, my DMs ask, like, why are people so excited and what's the difference? Because they thought Enchantment was great. And I think Enchantment is great, too. I think the song is great. I think the message is great. But Happily Ever After just was like warm butterflies in your stomach and your heart. Like, it just, it's so good. And the lyrics are so good. And again, they announced that the song is coming back. So the projections and all that stuff are going to be different, probably. Um, I'm sure they will use maybe the base of the fireworks show and add on to that. So maybe it'll be even more spectacular. But that show, I just, I loved it. I'm getting chills right now even thinking about it. I told my husband we really need to upload on YouTube all three of the shows because we have Wishes and then we have um, Happily Ever After and then obviously Disney's Enchantment, which I love Disney's Enchantment, but it's like Happily Ever After, that's, you know, that's just my favorite. So I'm so pumped to have that coming back next year. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Blast off with Space Vacation the Musical as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Then we also had the announcement about Tiana's Bayou Adventure. There wasn't a lot of details around Walt Disney World and what's going to happen to that area. I have heard rumors that we are getting a New Orleans Square similar to what they have at Disneyland, which makes total sense. But they have not specifically said that. And again, this is not till 2024. So there is a long time before we see this actually happening. But they had the model there. It looks amazing. They have some new effects. I'm very excited. If I could get some beignets in the park, I would be thrilled. So I'm really pumped um, for this area. It's just so far off that it's kind of in the back of my mind. Also, there is going to be a remodel of Dino Land. Again, no actual date, and they are transforming this into Zootopia is the what they are saying they're going to do. Again, no actual date, so we don't know. So if you're heading to the parks, make sure to get over to Dino Land and um, explore that area. Do I will I be sad that Dino Land is gone? I don't think so, because I think a Zootopia area fits Animal Kingdom, 
It brings the movies into the park, and I think the kids will love it. Dino Land is kind of random for my kids right now. They just are like, "This is this is this Disney?" And I was like, "Well, it is," but you know, they don't remember the movie Dinosaurs because that was my childhood movie, and I have not taken the time to have them sit down and watch it. And I might do that, but I'm not sure it will hold their interest long enough um, to watch the whole thing. But that's you know where Dino Land. Really came from. I remember the parade that would come through Walt Disney World. And I was like, um, "Everybody, do the dinosaur get get on the floor, get up and dance." I don't remember, I don't remember the lyrics, but you know what I mean. If you were a Disney kid, you knew that parade, and you saw the dinosaur cast come out and dance. And so, Dino Land is really mine, you know. And so, am I sad to see it go a little bit? But am I excited for Zootopia, which is my kids? Absolutely. And I think it'll be awesome once they can get that concept together and actually get it up and built. We did officially get a date on Tron Spring 2023. You know we will be trying to get there for the preview. Um, So I'm excited about that and having a date. Epcot also got a date for the Journey of Water. There's going to be a 16-foot Tafiti, which is awesome. They are saying late 2022. I hope they can stay on that schedule. Those walls have been up forever, and I am ready for that center to come down. They also spoke about some kind of festival that will happen there. So I am pumped. You know, Epcot is my family's favorite park. We are ready for Epcot to be open between the Guardians construction that there's also a Disney play area um, back in the MetLife building. So part of the reason I'm a Disney kid is my dad worked for MetLife selling life insurance and MetLife had a sponsored area and their ride was the body wards where you were in a simulator that injected you into the body. So that's also the reason why we went to Disney so much was because of MetLife. So I'm grateful to MetLife for creating a Disney kid out of me and I have some really old pictures over in that area which are awesome so I'm excited for that play area to open I don't know what the date is on that but Epcot has just had a lot of construction and I'm ready for it to be done so we can have the whole park back another exciting thing at Epcot is they are saying by the end of next year so 23 that Figment will be back and you'll be able to meet him I wonder if this means maybe they'll do like another Figment movie or update the ride I would hate for Figment to come out of relevance because my kids really don't know what Figment is or who he is outside of um, that ride. And again, the movie is so dated that I'm not sure if I can get my kids to sit down and watch it and appreciate it the same way that I did when I was a kid. So I really hope that with bringing Figment to the parks, maybe they are thinking of like some new concepts for like a Figment movie or even updating that ride to stay relevant because I would ho- hate for it to ever disappear from Epcot since Figment is such a big part of Epcot. Okay, and so for the last Blue Sky awesome announcement, They are throwing out this idea of a new land at Magic Kingdom. So it would have six land or seven lands now. So there's currently six and it would add a seventh. And this will probably make Magic Kingdom a five-day park on its own. I always tell people right now, Magic Kingdom is a three-day park if you want to enjoy it and not feel super rushed through it. But they add this. This is a five-day land. So this will just be a reminder that there is no way you can go to Disney World and spend seven days and do even 
one eighth of what it has to offer. It is so big. It is the size of San Francisco. And the more that they keep building it up, it's going to make it more difficult to get things done in one trip, which obviously is a great business model because it keeps us coming back. So this blue sky proposed project is to have a new land where you have a cocoa section. So you'll have all the elements from the movie cocoa. Then you're going to have the magical magic house. So you'll have the house. You'll have Maribel, who's going to take you through the house and all the stuff there. And then behind it, you're going to have villain's land. I think people will go nuts over a villain's land. It would be so cool. Um, Maybe we could even get some descendants over there. I mean, my kids are still always like, where are the descendants stuff? Um, But the land looks awesome. I get chills talking about it because I just think it'll be so cool. Where they are proposing this goes is behind Big Thunder Mountain. So it's, you know, beyond. So that's great because it doesn't really interfere with the park and construction in the park. So they could really work on that and get it done. It doesn't really affect us. It's kind of like when New Fantasyland was added. I remember that um, project. And now it's all just called Fantasyland again. But in some of the older maps from like 2013, it used to say New Fantasyland because that was the first expansion project there of Magic Kingdom that I really watched and experienced as an adult and knew I was a new Disney mom then because I think I only had one kid when um, that area was open. So I am very excited about the prospect of having a new land um, beyond Big Thunder Mountain. When do I think this will be done? I don't know. I mean, I really think you're talking years, like three to four years down the line. But the fact that they've proposed this, they have concept art, the next thing would be to start seeing models of it. So if we start to see a model of it, you know it's going to actually happen. They also proposed like the Mary Poppins area um, in Epcot and redoing it like the movie, but then the pandemic happened. And I don't know if that's been tabled or not. So again, these blue sky concepts... Until you see the walls go up, until you see a model actually being built, I don't count on them happening. Um, There's a lot of great ideas, but, you know, obviously based on what's going on in the world, um, you know, those things will either happen or not um, happen. But I think this would be an excellent addition to Magic Kingdom. I can't even imagine what the villains area would look like during Halloween. I mean, it would be so cool. So um, I'm excited, you know, and maybe this is the answer to Universal's third park. Universal's getting a third park um, called, I think it's Epic Universe. I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on that, but it's opening in 2025. And um, my husband is so pumped about that. And he thinks that all of our kids are going to love that area. So Maybe Walt Disney World Resort is thinking, okay, what can we do to rival um, that? Because like I said, there's a lot of things that Universal has done right that Disney kind of dropped the ball on. Here are some examples. The large animatronic that they're getting at Disneyland Resort, Universal's already had that in Transformers. It's a super cool meet and greet. Um, The rider switch area, 
Universal has it so your whole family can go in line together. There's a room at the front where you wait for rider switch. It really doesn't get any better than that because then you don't have to do the whole one person goes off and does something and keeps them entertained and the other one waits in line. Maybe some families wouldn't like to all wait in line together, but there's a room with movie um, movies playing and it's a great little area and you can all stick together. So I appreciate that. And then... Um, their express pass. I know people complain about Genie pa- Genie Plus, but Universal's Express Pass is so freaking expensive, but you feel like you get every penny's worth. You don't have to deal with any technology. You just walk on. It is amazing. I love the Express Pass, but it is very, very expensive. It is basically buying two tickets to be able to use Universal's Express Pass. But I think there's a lot of people who would do that at Walt Disney World if it meant that they didn't have to use their phones. Genie Plus just makes it a little bit more, I guess, available to everyone uh, versus Universal Express Pass is out of reach for a lot of people. So um, it's, but it's amazing. I, I love it. And I honestly don't know if I would go to Universal again without it, especially because we used to go during the summer months. But anyway, I don't know. I don't know if that's what Walt Disney World is doing. I don't know if they're trying to answer to that third park, knowing that that is going to be a huge draw in 2025 and probably suck away some of the business um, from Walt Disney World Resort. But anyway, it seems like at Disney that it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. I am so excited for so many of these changes and these, you know, big sky ideas that hopefully will come to life. You know, Pandora was one of these big sky ideas, and it is now one of the most amazing focal points of Disney's Animal Kingdom. So, but anyway, I'm going to let you go here. I'm so glad that you tuned in. I'm glad I was able to give you all of this goodness from D23. Um, I'm so pumped for everything that's coming our way. How does this affect your family trip? Right now, it really doesn't. It just changes a few little things, but in the future, we'll see. But what it does affect is our magic at home. So I'm really excited to really dive into that part of Well Hello Disney now that a lot of my Disney trips are done. Six trips in a year when you're not a local is a lot. Um, I think we've spent like 30 to 40 days at Disney by the end of this. So I'm excited to get back on a normal schedule next year where we go two to three times. We do have tea at the parks. So she goes to the parks about every week and gets this content and info and keeps us up to date. She's a Orlando local. So don't worry, we'll still be able to keep you up to date on all that goodness and I can actually get you the content you need in helping you plan your own magical vacation. All right. Well, thank you, Disney family, for tuning in today, and we will see you real soon.